Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here he is. Hey, man. How you doing? You all right? Not as good as you. Uh, why? Because I'm topless. Yeah. <laughs> you just get home and strip down. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to get into you your get pants. You get hot easily. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just had a shawarma as well, so. Did you eat a topless? <laughs> yeah, of course. I need to, I, in, I, what I did do, yeah, was wash my hands, of course. Immediately got into my pants, got into bed and ate my shawarma. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't your bed smell a bit foody? Nah. nah it's over the cup. I've still got like the, the bed spread over it and shit. You've got door, the, yeah, yeah. The balcony door open. Yeah, okay. It's, okay. it's very, it's very um, sort of uh, bachelor pad eating, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, yeah, you got to respect that. Hey, talking to no tops, you've got none on your head. I know. I'm, yeah. Well, I mean... How's I, it going up there? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's, it's quite falling it's apart. Right. That's happened quickly, though, isn't it? I remember seeing photos. Of, no, actually, it's because you had longer hair before. Yeah, I had a fringe, but in the yeah. wind, it just fucking reveals too much. And Do you know I've, what it looks like now? It looks like, um, you know, the um, that uh, the, it was fashionable for Scottish rude boys in the 90s. They've got, like, shaved hair and a tuft at the front. I am going to go turkey at Christmas. It's tur- yeah, it's turkey at the card- on the cards. Yeah, I've paid a deposit. Hey, and guess what? You're not only going to be eating a turkey at Christmas, you're going to be going there. Yeah, man. That is stand up Al. So good. Stand up Al's coming out. Be careful. Speaking of Turkish food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good, good call. Cool. Okay. Yeah. He's not Turkish, but. No, but there's butchers in Turkey. So it's sort of linked famous. in. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. Today's guest is someone very special. As yeah? always. Someone who's been putting his fingers to work on a drum machine for many, many years. Many someone moves. who's worked so hard in making the naughtiest hip hop beats known to man that he must have some very bad posture. Yes. His back you, is at a right angle. Because you've got a hunch when you're on the NPC. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a producer. You've got yeah, to sniff yeah. it. Someone who's been known for a very long time as a don in the UK hip-hop game, and he's realised he's completed it, and now he can just fuck off to America and take the only route he knows right, the dream of flying over to America and flying the, <laughs> their flag for them. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. There's a British flag out there. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone, yeah who's worked with the biggest heavyweight hip-hop dons in the game. If I was to say to you, Hugo, mob deep, you'd say... 
I love them. If I was to say Sean Price, you'd say... He's not Sean Paul. No, he's not an R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. If yeah. I was to say Jay-Z and Beyonce, you'd say... Oh, I think I know someone who produced one of their beats. Exactly. And if I was to say Conway the Machine, in fact, the whole of the Griselda camp, you'd say... Beat Butcher. Ex well, no, not yet. All right. And if I was to say Two Chains, Dave East, Rick Ross, The Alchemist, Lloyd Banks, Exhibit, Jules Santana, Danny Brown, then you'd say, you've guessed it now. Beat Butcher. Exactly. Man, like Beat Butcher. This is nothing more than an intro. All right. Beat Butcher. How you doing, bro? Yeah, yeah, great, great. Yeah. yeah, this is unusual for me. I feel like proper, like fucking, feel, feel proper like LA now. Like I'm, I've, I'm on a podcast. You are, in, man. You are in, in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have for breakfast? Salad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kale. Salad and a blunt. I had a key, uh, quinoa injection transfusion. Nice. <laughs> Directly <laughs> nice, into my eye nice. with some um, organically. Um, Sourced steroids. And, um, so you don't yeah. have to even like Perfect. eat really. No. Organic opium. Yeah. Yeah, Perfect. absolutely. And a colonic as well. I'm actually yeah. having the colonic right now. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Same time because you're quite busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have an enema before bed or just. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't usually do no. that before bed. No, okay, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is that like an England thing? Hugo, no, you're I think an that's animal. An thing, that's man. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. You've gone too far, bro. Okay. Cool producers like me and Beat Butcher would never do it in the evening. No, yeah, no, absolutely. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a producer, by the way. No, no. you've got the wrong guy on. Yeah. <laughs> the Morris dancer. <laughs> oh, it's the other beat butcher. <laughs> yeah. It's the other beat butcher, the Morris dancer. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Last time I spoke to you, you, you called me up. I didn't know the number, and you said it was Barry Chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I was on holiday, so baffled. <laughs> no, bro, you knew, you knew exactly who it was. You saw an American Are number, you? and yeah. <laughs> I knew from Barry Chuckle from an American yeah. number. I was like, this can only be one person. Well, who? Else? Yeah, exactly. Who else is it going to be? Who's that? This is either Beat Butcher or Alchemist. Um, oh, yeah. oh, Barry yeah. Chuckle. It's Beat Butcher. It's Beat Butcher. There you go. <laughs> Al Alan um, and uh, Barry Chuckle are good friends. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking imagine. He's yeah, his engineer. Just produced the new, the, the new album, the new <laughs> Barry Chuckle album. Yeah, yeah. I thought Alchemist, like Barry Chuckle, found him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I heard uh, Barry Chuckle sets up the mic for Conway. You <laughs> said Barry Chuckle sets up the mic for Conway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's this hype man. He pumps yeah, he's him on, up. He's on drum show. work. He's yeah. on drum work, bro. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's a new signing. The announcement yeah. hasn't been made yet, but yeah. you know, I'll, I'll break I'll break it now. Sick. <laughs> well, um, what how's everything been, bro, man? Uh, you've been in how long you been living in LA now? Uh like three years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Fuck it. You did it, man. Yeah. You did it. I remember. I did it. Took for took for fucking ever, man. Like the whole like green card process is long, but fuck it. I got it. I got here. And I got here after Trump got in. Wow. Which was surprising. Wow. <laughs> so maybe, I feel blessed. Maybe he liked you. He saw the picture and was like, I like this guy. Possibly. No, I don't know. No, I, um, nah, you you look more like me. He'd probably think yeah. we're Mexicans. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got through. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I'm uh, alarm. <laughs> Professional stuff here. <laughs> uh, yeah, been been here for three years. Um, man, yeah. it doesn't even feel like three. It, it feels feels longer and it feels shorter in some ways because I feel it must like be like a like quite a blur, quite a dream, massive right? life change, man. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's been a, it's been a goal for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, it just life had steered me in a different direction, and then I kind of like circle back and mm -hmm. 
moved moved out this way, man. So I, I, yeah, it's it's dope, man. Good weather most of the time, um, yeah. and you know just we- opportunities all the time, bro. Like that's. That's really what you know. Yeah, for sure, about. bro. Couldn't, couldn't get much better for, for hip hop, bro. Um, but yeah, right, we'll get into that in a bit. And uh, how, how's it been just living there in this uh, in this last year, man? It, has it has it been? I don't really know. Like Corona doesn't really exist out there. They think, in it? No, no, it definitely does exist out here. Yeah, it's kind of it's so polarized. I mean, the states is so polarized, even with with everything that was going on politically and stuff. And it, yeah, um, it was. It was I, I'm not gonna lie. Last year has kind of made me kind of like think, you know, about what's really important, I've got to say, in the kind of, not to get like all deep and fucking mm, emotional, but it, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, it, it's kind of weird because it's like, you start to think about like, you know, I'm predominantly known for like making gangster rap music and shit. And I'm kind mm. of like, well, is that really everything that I want to put out there? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. But you can hear in your music, there's way more to you than, than gangster shit. Like, from knowing you for a short period. Well, not even a short period. No, nah, you've known me for quite a long time. Yeah, now, but yeah, from yeah, knowing we, we, Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Like, I know that you are a, a serious music guy. Like, you know a sample... Well, I, I only really know you as a gun-wielding maniac. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's two yeah. sides to yeah. you. I fit, yeah. I fit right in in America. <laughs> yeah, that's the butcher side. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, mass, yeah. the mass shooter. Um, the mass murderer. <laughs> yeah, 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 not in a cool way, more like shooting up schools. Sort of. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. Shooting, shooting up schools and that. That's definitely a joke for everyone listening. You you know like what organ was played on a song, that level. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kinda I'm on some yeah, I'm so, I'm on some nerdy shit, man. I, I I like to analyze like I don't know, I've always had a kind of like a fascination for but kind of like old textures and stuff like that. So mm. I kind of end up like trying to pick apart every record that I like. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's a B3. That's a fucking Five Feet yeah. Super Partner. Sick. That kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's nerdy as hell. But yeah, I mean, in a way, that's kind of guided me to be where I'm at, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. So Have you, how, how's the last year been being out there under like what's going on and that? Have you just been working the whole time through or? I mean, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, um, as much as I can, you know what I mean? There's there's definitely, people are still doing sessions and stuff. Yeah. But um, when it first, when the lockdown first started, obviously, you know, I isolated the way, the same way that everybody else did for like mm-hmm. two months or whatever. But after that, I've just basically been working. Now, I've kind of benefited from the fact that not so many people from other places have been able to come or have been coming to LA because mm. I've been getting involved in projects that um, kind of, I don't know, projects that are like a bit beyond what I've already been doing. Oh, that's cool. uh, just purely off of the fact also that I'm well, not purely, but like also off of the fact that I'm like here so I can just pull up. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But you know how it is, man. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's, um, it can be a competitive, competitive kind of like, um, arena, like production, yeah, especially sure, hip hop yeah. production. Yeah. Has, it, has it felt like at any point you could take a step back and still be creative, but without, without that, um, that element of the, like harsh competition that exists when it ain't, you know, when we're not going through a pandemic sort of thing. I mean, I try and ignore that anyway, yeah. in, all, in all honesty, man, because if I start yeah. thinking about like, you know, how other people are better than I start, I just don't want to, I don't want to make music in yeah, the first place. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I try and challenge myself to, to, to make, you know, things that I don't, you know, don't always make, but, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I I try not to think about it anyway, to be honest with you. But I, I, one thing that's been good is 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 the fact that 
um, there's been more time just to cook at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Um, like when you're doing kind of sessions back to back, sometimes I, f- I feel like one, my social meter kind of runs out. Like I just start <laughs> to be like, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to be yeah. around people. Yeah. yeah and then oh, like, obviously it's not again, I'm nothing against anybody, but like when I'm getting put in situations with, new people that I don't really know. It's like speed dating and it's kind of draining yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, so of course, man. Yeah, that, yeah. that first hour, two hours of kind of like working out what the vibe is, is fucking difficult with anyone, especially when you're asking, you know, to make me like kind of, I don't know. Like be comfortable and creative. Yeah. yeah. And because yeah, yeah. I, I would always think, fuck man, they've clocked it. They know I'm shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, I have that imposter syndrome too. I have it all the time. Yeah, I had it all the time. Like, oh man, they've, they've worked it out. I might as well go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Especially but, but, when you get in a room with like people that are just like multi instrumentalists and just crazily yeah, talented. Yeah, yeah. And what, you're like, why am I even here? here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are they seeing me? <laughs> yeah, I don't even understand why I'm here. Like, I'm yeah, here. why are they asking me if that's all right to record? Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what you're doing, man. <laughs> Yeah, you go. I'm gonna sit in the corner on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've made made a loop with a few bass lines and some strings and shit. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) What keys it in? I don't know, man. It's a sample. (laughs) Zed diminished. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Sharp or some shit. I don't know. All I remember is that I played only black notes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I ever well, played. I only played three notes. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. all I ever yeah. played. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds like a record, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It does. It literally no. sounds like a record. It's been yeah, done before. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, we're flipping it, bro. It's that's genius. genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is um, a very useful part of the show um, for when you um, need things to do it's the recommendation part so have you had uh, much time to just chill as well and like have you been have you got any recommendations for the people then that you've anything you've been listening to watching reading um yeah i've been listening to a lot man i mean <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm, gonna like I'm, I'm gonna sound like i'm really turning into turning la man i'm just listening yeah. to mad fucking mad like alternative r&b <laughs> oh yeah that's hard yeah. I've been listening to like Lucky Day and like um yeah. bunch of shit like that, man. And um I just discovered this out al- this uh Charlie Heat album, which is from like 2017, which is sick. It's like some retro, I don't know, it's like some retro funky soul shit. But it's not yeah. like re- not look- retro, not it retro as in like he's trying. I don't know. Yeah, I it, get you. It's I don't know, it's fun, it's funky, man. It's yeah, funky. Yeah, so yeah. I've been ba- I've been banging that one and then are these like people from LA? They they like locals. I, I think Charlie he had something to do with Aaliyah back in the day. He was one oh, of the okay. producers. Right, right, um, right. But I don't know, man. I just somebody put me onto it the other day, and I was like, yeah. "Whoa, this is crazy!" Every tune on it is crazy. It works with the with the weather here too, because it's like kind of like funky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. vibesy. Yeah, it's, it's like a cross between some like funkadelic and I don't know. It's like kind of. Rock. Rocky yeah, yeah. funk shit. Yes. Dope, yeah. man. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, man, just been shit, 90 day fiance. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hard. That is Love hard, that. bro. <laughs> hey, I've been watching that, bro. Wait, and it's not the first time it's come up on this show, bro. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. and then fucking Dr. Pimple Popper. 
<laughs> What's that? Sounds like some German shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper. No, it's uh, it's <laughs> it does sound German, doesn't it? Yeah. No, it's um no, it's something with some woman, some woman that runs a surgery that basically pops cysts. Wow. I don't Fuck know why it's, it's fascinating. It's that's like very LA, morbidly fascinating. It's very American. You just watch it and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. It's like people with these massive <laughs> lumps and then they like it. Fucking hell. Yeah, they slice it open and like squeeze the pus. Like, I don't oh, know. It's, okay, I get it. I get it. It's that's part like of, um what's that watch. what's that English show we've got here, Hugo? Um <laughs> like like Beat Bridge is not English. The English show yeah. we have here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah it's, it's like it's like all the <laughs> it's all the worst bits of embarrassing. The bodies, English basically. show that yeah. we we have here. We know our language, we use it on TV too. Yeah, you using yeah. my language. <laughs> but when you yeah, try to oh, do Jamaican, shit. you cannot do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. All right, sick. Well, listen, that is the records, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Ask. If you don't ask, boy, you don't get. Ask. Let's take this back now. Um, where was you raised, bro? Where Where did you grow up? Uh, part of my life in the Netherlands, and part of my life in like, like in the UK, basically, like south okay. of the UK. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, so th- that's that's the Dutch connection. Then I always wondered that. Yeah, um, yeah. My mum still lives in the Netherlands. Um, basically, my 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 folks moved there when I was like a baby, mm. and then they broke up, and my mum stayed there. And my dad moved back to to the UK, basically. So how how was it moving back and forward? Where Where did you go to school then? Uh, I went to school part of my like, but like, part like first like few years of my life basically in the Netherlands, and then like in Guildford in fucking uh, in the UK, and then yeah, 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 yeah. back it, then back to back to the Netherlands again. So when you were in um, like, uh, England, where you were in Guildford? Yeah, yeah, in the Guildford area. So, so where nice did uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. So where did it, where did um, what was that your first? thing i guess like was it was it djing or was it was it making beats or was it just a love for music um yeah like basically um i think like i I, i've always been like a fan of music man like my both my folks are kind of like they're not like super super like musos but like my dad definitely has an eclectic taste and my mom has quite an eclectic taste too so what type of shit would they be listening to then in the house uh my mom was listening to like a lot of French records. Um, well, she had a lot of French records. She had like, and then like when I was growing up, like a lot of pop, pop soul stuff and uh, yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of, and uh, Bon Jovi and that kind of stuff too. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah. He knows how to write a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad, my dad has like a really eclectic taste though, man. He likes everything from like Zoop music to like, um, like classical music and mm. Dr. John and um, Bob Dylan and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, I guess like I grew up, they, you know, pretty much every time, every weekend, you know, they'd be blasting music like loud or anytime he was in a car, um, they'd be listening to music. And I, I, um, I guess, yeah, I caught the bug from early on, man. Yeah. My first kind of musical obsession was probably like Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Same, same. And we always say on here as well, we would have been his obsession as well had he met us at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the corner of his bed. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Mate, yeah, I mean, I, bro, I can remember fucking breakdancing with my, with my gran. 
Um, <laughs> and yeah, trying yeah. to like moon, moonwalk over the couch with my grand, like yeah. when I was like six. <laughs> yeah, I did all that shit, bro. Yeah. yeah, I remember my grand catching me doing the the sort of crotch grab, and uh, she told me, "Oh off. yeah, yeah, she's like, <laughs> mm, not that one." Like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, my first. Yeah. So yeah, like long story short, um, yeah, so. I guess, yeah, I, I started collecting records and then turned into a DJ. So um, it started but, just by having a record player and collecting records? Kind of, yeah, yeah. CDs, oh. yeah, CDs and records. And was it like hip-hop vinyls? Yeah, like, yeah. Really, when I started to really, like, collect, like, records and stuff, it was mostly, like, hip-hop and your word, like, trip-hop and that kind of stuff, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not, nowadays it's a bit of a, yeah, it's a bit of a, like, Cringeworthy, but <laughs> yeah, but it's it's what built you in it. Like what what and what what was the first type of hip hop you were into, and how did you like how did you get into I mean, that? Did you have someone that you knew that was into it? Yeah, yes, um, childhood friend of mine. Um, there was for some reason he would always go to America for the summer, okay, and um, yeah. so I was so like we I always looked like we always like me and my friend always looked up to them, and yeah. um, I guess when I was like I don't know seven or some something like that. Um, they would bring back tapes and stuff, and I'd borrow the tapes, and yeah, um, yeah that, that kind of basically got got me into it. Like I, I you know, kind of got into it early on, and like he he had a lot of like dub tapes from like the radio and stuff like that. So I know like quite a lot about like eighties hip hop too, which is right. kind of weird for people of my generation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm but was he an older brother, the the friend's brother? Yeah, yeah, it was an older brother. That's yeah, that's yeah. always the way, isn't it? Like because, yeah, because even yeah. the fact that like even if you're into like nineties, early nineties hip hop, our gen my generation shouldn't really know about that. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's right, always right. it's always like an older brother, like oh, one of my older sister's friends had a Snoop Dogg tape. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah, yeah. Kind well, of the I mean, way, the, I, I got to say probably the first things that I kind of really like first like hip hop that I really, I mean, I, I like I, I had like some compilations and stuff like that before. Yeah. I had like the bomb the bass compilation and a bunch that's of stuff it. in like. Yeah. The early nineties, but the first because I was into like rap grunge attack. and stuff. <laughs> I had to take the rap attack. Rap attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah all the compilations. Yeah, compilations back in the days were so they always had cheesy fucking yeah, names, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, but like, I, yeah, I don't know. I was into grunge and shit as well at the same time. So it was yeah, like Nirvana. it was all yeah, Nirvana, like Pearl Jam. Oh. Yes, yeah, bunch of that stuff, but like, yeah, the first like stuff that I really, really like fell in love with was probably like Wu Tang and Onyx and like, yeah, um, like Snoop. That was all around the same time, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I don't know. I guess my, yeah, from there, like, I just became obsessed with just everything hip hop and like, you know, how it is man. When you're like a, when you're like a teenager, like getting obsessed with hip hop, and there's not really a huge amount of people around. Like, there was yeah. people around me that were into it, but they're like wasn't they're not they're like feeling for it wasn't as deep in yeah. terms of like they yeah. weren't like digging for like you know weren't like trying to listen to group like a group home album or something like that yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, they, yeah. they were like more surface yeah, level yeah. it was more like you know they're like, whatever they're like, was they, weren't they might know living proof but they don't know the album yeah exactly yeah, 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 exactly yeah. exactly you know what i mean um yeah. so i don't know man so i like yeah i just I, yeah it's weird i kind of became this like super backpacker kids you know i don't know I just, it just was like, it felt like a gradual kind of like development into beats because I was always kind of mostly obsessed with the beats. Like, whenever I, you know, I would, I, I went through like a lot of my old record collection when I, like, my mom just recently moved not too long ago and I had like a bunch of crates there 
of just random independent like hip hop 12 inches and I was just listening through them I was like all the rappers suck on it it was just yeah, the beats yeah, were yeah. good all the rappers it was yeah, like yeah. terrible rapping and then like no beats on it. for the most part like I mean I, I there was a few gems in there you know what I mean but yeah. but yeah, yeah like so, so I was just buying anything that had beats and I just wanted to make beats so how did it? How how did that step come about? Then was it was it the era where people were making beats at home and shit like, or was this like before that? I think for, you know it was at the time where like computers were kind of becoming like where where like it was a household thing to have yeah. a computer yeah, that yeah. could that you could probably make like music on yeah. like badly, but you could you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, when I moved back to Holland in like '98. I basically like just begged my folks for a computer and my dad was so cheap. He was like, ah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think you can get for a hundred guilders? <laughs> <To the local, laughs> a hundred guilders. Like this, <laughs> this is the, this is what the currency was before, <laughs> before euros. Right? Anyway, yeah, yeah. Basically three guilders to a pound. Oh wow! And, um, <laughs> <laughs> even in those days, a hundred guilders would get you nothing. Yeah. Like, 60 quid. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, so they, so he, they built me this computer and it was so shit, man. It crashed every two seconds. Um, <laughs> and I think it had like something like 125 meg, meg of fucking... <laughs> 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 so like, <laughs> I couldn't really like do anything. Like a Nokia. Yeah, bro, it was terrible. I couldn't do anything. And then obviously we had dial-up too, didn't we? So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah bro. Um, but yeah, that was enough. And I got Cool Edit Pro. I got like a crack of Cool Edit Pro and I just... Ended up like, I ended up like recording stuff from my decks through to, through it, and then just making beats like copy and pasting. Sick. So, and where were you learning to do this as well? Did you have anyone around you that was doing it as well? Were you just like going into yeah. like forums trying to find out or whatever? I don't know. Nah, I mean, this is before I even knew about forums, man. Really, like I got on forums at some point, yeah. but like '98, it was kind of early on, man. Yeah. Like the like I said, it was like dial up days. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just like getting your information from where you can, isn't it? It's not like... No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, like, the obviously, the source and that kind of stuff, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Reading, yeah, yeah. reading interviews with people in the source and stuff like that kind of gave you, you know, everybody idolised the, the the sampling drum machines at the time, yeah. you know what I mean? Like SB1200 and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. NPCs and all that stuff. So I thought that's what I had to have. I was like, I hated my computer and I was like, oh, I need <laughs> yeah, to have a yeah, NPC. Yeah, yeah. Same. I want to be in a photo hunched over this square thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, it <laughs> yeah, looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like Space Age. I was the same, man. Yeah. And I, I got the, um, I got one and I got it home and was like, oh my God. How, how do you use this thing? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was the same, bro. It was the same for me, man. I, I got, I got the, I got the fucking thing and um, I was like, oh yes, yes, sick. I'm going to make some shit. And then I was like, I just like connected it to my, to, to my turntable and I was like, how do you... Pressing and it's silent. What's going on? Yeah, bro, I just couldn't figure it out. Like I yeah. could sample something yeah. in, but then truncate your thing. I don't know. And it was like the 2000. <laughs> I thought this was going to come with the uh, <laughs> Mob Deep infamous drums already loaded in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing. You have no, you, you have no clue of, like, of how, how yeah. anything works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, you know, like I didn't, I didn't really have, like, I knew some people that made beats, but they made beats on, like, Cubase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, like, the Atari days of Cubase, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we had the Atari computer with Cubase on it or whatever. But I, I had no clue on how to, but I was like, yeah, all I knew was, like, yeah, I need one of these things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I got this thing back and I was like, I can't do anything with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it wasn't ready available with the internet. 
Like you had to really, yeah. really find. Yeah, it. and then if you went to like a music shop, you'd, you'd be some some music shops. You'd be dealing with some dickhead who'd be trying to give you the. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm a fucking sixteen-year-old like a... kid. What the fuck am I meant to know about this shit, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a fully grown man with a midi tattoo and a skull ring. <laughs> I just want a fucking and a balding with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just help me out. I'm a child. <laughs> exactly. You're a failed technician. Now get me my fucking shit. Isn't it? Isn't it? Your shop. It's not my fault. Your shop's shit and doesn't. We have anybody buying from it. I don't look up to you, all right? Exactly. I don't care if you think I'm a prick. Uh, Just find it. <laughs> I'm with my mum. Yo, the way my mum is as well, if she, if, if she would have seen any of that, she would have been fully rude and fucking like, yeah. beefy with her. Yeah. yeah. Good. They need. They needed that, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, that's an error that doesn't exist anymore. But Yeah, it's true. Nah. No, well, it, it doesn't exist anymore. But every now and then, you 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 bump into somebody that has, still has that kind of vibe. I feel like record shop guys are like that too. Sometimes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where it's that for me. Going some, to record some shop. engineers, like you know, oh, the uh, sort of in-house guy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But they're also who hasn't washed his hair. But they're also in a year. I was going to say they're also amazing. Well, from a distance for me anyway, because yeah, someone yeah. like someone like Hugo will film him all day and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just go about yeah. shit the longest way. I'll just be like, I need to plug my laptop in. Yeah. Okay, let me that, that, patch it through the uh, the CLA one B, yeah. and then cool, through, yeah. <laughs> it's not working. Through the, radi- like, the radiator. Uh, let me just patch it into the radiator. They go, "Have you downloaded the drivers?" I'm like, "For what?" And they're like, "For the Apogee." Like, no, no. We're in 2021, bro. Yeah, give me just an fucking give me. Yeah, this is an aux and a keyboard. This is such producer neat comedy, isn't it? Like people it listening, is. going, "What? What? What's what's uh, an apathy?" What? I don't get it. No. Yeah, yeah. Ap- when I say people apathy, listening, yeah. I mean me. I'm like, Everyone knows apathy. Yeah, apathy. apathy. Wherever you live, apathy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apathy and all that keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MC apathy. Or the new called Triton and all that. All right, so when, when, when did it? When did you get your head round it, and when did it start being a thing where like, I, not, I, it, not, not not even like earning off it, but like just other people hearing it and it and it sort you know the first time someone else heard your music and you felt like yeah this is a thing I well, think I can do I, this. I, I think I got I, I got my head around it relatively quick in terms of just making kind of cool loops, yeah. but not on. Not really on the NPC. It was, it was more just that you know the cock the. Like, yeah, the copy and paste um, yeah, beats yeah. on um, on on Cool Edit, whatever. Yeah, um, which was a which is a nightmare because you can't. Yeah, I mean, it's more uh, producer nerd shit, but you can't. <laughs> I basically was doing it in a way that you couldn't stem anything out. It was oh just, yeah, 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 that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I kind of got the. I, I had some cool loops within maybe like a year or so, and then I don't know, man. Like I probably didn't. My first record didn't really come out until. Like years after that, really, it was like 2001 or two. Yeah. And what was that? I think it was Paragon, the anthem. <laughs> no, not Paragon anthem. <laughs> um, Paragon, Queen Like No Other. Yeah. Nice. And that beat was like one of my first beats, too. The guy, had, like, Steve had bought, um, Rap Six had bought the beat off me in like 99 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the record had come out in 2001. But that video didn't go on Channel U until like 2005. <laughs> wow, fuck it so, up. That must, that must have been an amazing feeling. Like, yeah. you know, your first ever beats, like you sold them. Yeah. That's, no, that's it, crazy. It was dope because it was, um, 
I, I discovered like forums by this time and I, and, and like I basically was just looking for, you know, cause like generally, you know, most people that said they rapped, I mean, it still is like that a little bit, but most of the, the general like standard of like what <laughs> people who said they rapped was, oh, was man. really low. So, yeah. and yeah. And at that point, there was like a lot of, you know, UK guys using American accents and that kind of stuff too. Right, it was, right. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, a time of discovery. Yeah. And people were kind of like, you know, you had niche people, you had people that were kind of obsessed with like whatever was going on at the time, you Swiss beats and that kind of stuff. And yeah. then, you know, people that were stuck in like mob and Wu-Tang. And I was yeah. probably somewhere between because I kind of liked a little bit yeah. of all Definitely. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I feel like... Uh, that newer sound of UK hip hop was getting towards at the time, innit? Yeah. Like like you, Chemo, like yeah. all these people. And I, I feel that helped you stand out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like the first people that I like, because at the time, you know, the time that I started like making beats, I was kind of looking up to, you know, I was I was watching what was going on with like certain cats like Task Force and yeah. Skinny, Skinny. Uh, like Mud, yeah. Mud, Mud Fam and um, K-Lash. Well, Kalash wasn't out yet at that point. Oh, okay. But I'm talking, you know, 12 stars. So what we're saying um, is you sort of inspired Kalash to come out. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, sat yeah, down yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Have you seen a drum machine like, this big before? Mate, you've got yeah. fucking wicked raps, mate. You yeah, should yeah. do that. Pop you know that yeah. reggae thing you do, yeah? yeah? yeah, yeah. Ooh, you should do Whack that on, on the song. Yeah, yeah. 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 Through through the reggae all, shit. all that stuff, you know what I mean? Lovely. Crossover reggae rap. No one's doing it. Yeah, no one's doing it. No, no, well, I don't know. It, like, it was the early days for Clash, yeah, though. Like, right, Clash yeah. definitely was, yeah. So it was, it was like, like a Mud Fam kind of era. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah Mud yeah. Fam task for like, like, late 90s, like, yeah, in 98, yeah. 99, like, Mud Files. Um, like, North London were running it, innit? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Um, Black, well, well, I don't know. Black Twang was running oh, it, Oh, yeah, really. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's South. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. I was I was listening to that, and I was kind of trying to like, really, I was just trying to work with those kind of guys. I didn't mm-hmm. think at that point like I, I I was listening to that and then American rap of the time, which was obviously like the UK stuff. Kind of had its own thing, mm-hmm. which has kind of become yeah. like a a bit of a cliche with the UK hip hop, yeah, Monaco or whatever. Yeah. But like at yeah. the time, it was kind of fresh, and it was. It was it was different, so I like I liked the fact that everybody was using their own like slang and music. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I was I was kind of watching that and listening to US hip hop, but I never thought that I could really work with people in the states. So I obviously I went after people in the UK, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I I was fortunate enough to to meet. Like I went. I ended up going to uni at, um, at Brunel. In Uxbridge in Northwest, North nice. yeah. and um, Scribbler was working at the O2 there. Scribbler oh, from Terra Firma, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when you told him to tell Kalas to rap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did sense. you pitch the idea to <laughs> yeah. him first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Clash was was standing next to him. No, no, I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, cool. But no, Scribbler was sick. Nah, though, shout, man. Shout, yeah, yeah. yeah shouts to Scribbler. Shouts to Clash too. Man. I was a big fan. Those guys, of those guys helped me out a lot over the years. You know what sick. I mean? Yeah, Same yeah. But yeah, I was. Yeah, it was. I was it's kind. Of, yeah, it was kind of random. Kind of random how it all happened. Like I, I was hanging out with my my boy um, Marlon. Mm-hmm. And he was cool with like Genesis and Wordsmith yeah, and all yeah. them guys. And then somehow that back to, went back to 
Like they came to visit me and we went past like oh two. Uh did we go to, was it with them? I don't know. Somehow I got I got introduced to Michael Parkinson. Michael Sick. Parkinson introduced me to to uh Scribbler. Mm-hmm. And then that was it from there, basically. I just like that's how I ended up meeting like Jest and like pretty much everybody that I ended up working with um yeah. on the UK tip. Yeah, that's amazing. I know it was it was just so important at the time that that sound man. I know like kind of mock it now, but at that time no, but that, it was that, that, that was that, but we're not we're like, not mocking. We when we joke about the UK pop sound, they were the originators. That was sick. Yeah, it's the people yeah, that yeah, then yeah. try to. It, it's like anything. If you're still trying to live in the nineties, it's like what you're doing. You know what I mean? You're not. Prepared. Yeah, but yeah, that well, shit. But it's, that shit it's was like fire. a version of the nineties too, though. It's like. So like when people are copying that, like yes. it, at the time it worked with the tight guys, the oh, what was going, was going and, and on. At but the then, time it was original for for what UK was the first time you're hearing people tell stories about yeah. the places where you're living and understand. You know what I mean? Exactly. And the beats had their own sound. I was a massive UK hip hop fan, pe- isn't it? Pe- people like yeah. to undermine it too. I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history going on when it comes to like you know that aspect of like of of music. Uh, yeah. You know, people they never like people never talk about. You know, you might get London Posse talked about in, but that's really the generation before. before so yeah, yeah. they skip over like, because at the same time that Grime was coming out, that was also like, yeah. that was also bubbling. And that was yeah. actually really popular too. Yeah, like Kung yeah. Fu used to have lions, like Kung Fu was a UK hip hop night from back them days. It used yeah. to have lions all the way around Camden, like literally. I feel, so, like, uh, I feel like a lot of the people involved might have been, from a more sort of uh like middle work. class nah nah well i think like a lot of the rappers were like were from like uh yeah. more of like a road sort of life but the fans like it, it just became a whole middle mm. class fans thing in it so that's what mm. it is i think it's like class and 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 so if you ask some people of a certain age what was going on then they'd be like yeah like Jest and you know what i mean all this shit, uh, task force and yeah that. yeah maybe grime was a bit too High energy and not what. Well, I mean, th- I think if you look at the times too, bro, it's like grime. You know, was it innovative time for music too? If you, you know, because like Timberland and like Neptunes are coming out. And, yeah, yeah. Um, in the Love in the states that. and that kind of stuff, and then you know, it was kind of like a reemergence of like like dancehall, like commercial dancehall was kind yeah. of big. Yeah. And then yeah. garage, and so like grime was almost like a mixture of like all of those influences. Um, yeah. yeah, but like somehow, like the UK stuff with the UK hip hop stuff was kind of maybe more like just based in a certain type of hip hop. Yeah, and that made it. Yeah, or it was rebelling against that kind of yeah, yeah. move a little bit. Well, I don't know. There was an element of like I always see it like different personalities because you know, like I feel like there was a lot of struggle rap, like UK struggle rap stuff that was definitely had like the hood element to it. Yeah, mm. but it's almost like there was more of a like you know being proud of being grimy and like not and being broke and yeah like, yeah exactly yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're gonna like rub people and stuff and like the whole like grime thing was just a lot more like hype and like you know i mean they yeah, was they yeah. were like definitely about that to a degree too but it wasn't like telling sub stories or whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah. no 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 exactly <laughs> yeah at first i was like a few bits i would like like skinny man um, and then, and then I heard Jest, and then I was like, uh, I think it's the Drifter album. I might be wrong. Yeah, Return, Return of the Drifter. Return of the yeah. Drifter. And then I was like, okay, yeah, this is fucking, this is me. 
<laughs> or this yeah, is who yeah. I want to be. Like this is yeah, fucking yeah. this speaks to me. And then yeah. and then I then I got really into it. And then I loved Terra Firma because it was gangster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, it was gangster and also lyrical at the same yeah, time. It yeah, was like, yeah. and like they were also pushing. I thing I liked about um, Kalash and just and Terraformer was that they were kind of pushing to to also like rap on like modern like, yeah, rap yeah. beats. Yeah, I like sure. that definitely. And and and, and I, that spoke to me as well, man, because I felt like there was a point where it was just like, oh, okay, cool. We've we've all heard this same beat yeah, a thousand times. Definitely, yeah. Like I said earlier, that's where you you started to shine through, I feel, because you were embracing the new, but yeah. it was right. still, you had your own, and you still do, but you had your sound, so it was interesting. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, like like you like you guys were saying, man, I was influenced by both both sides of the story. I could relate, because I was, I was quite a kind of like rowdy, like angry kid. So um, that like energy that, that Grime had, yeah kind of like spoke to me like anything yeah. that was like talking about batting people up was just like yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah you're like a fucking ADHD kid yeah, in me, yeah. you know what I'm saying in a yeah. punk child was like yeah, yeah. I yeah. loved it yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah so I, and, and at the time like when that was when it was kind of bubbling um, I remember because uh, I was I was at Brunel at the time and I was listening uh, there was um Pyro up there I think it was called Freeze FM yeah, yeah I, know that I used to, I used to, uh, I used to tape that because I, I was like yo what the fuck is this tune I just tape it so that I could know Sick. what tunes were getting played you know what I mean Because, yeah, yeah. and it was weird though because I would say to like friends of mine I'd be like yo check this shit out you're like, nah, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what a lot of people, like I was saying earlier, was, it was one or the other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so that's why these two people, especially people from Grime or whatever, might not even know that these UK, this UK mm-hmm. hip-hop scene existed because it was so underground. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't think it really was. I'm, I'm going to be controversial. I don't think it really was that underground. It was underground mm-hmm. to a degree, but there was a point where it... where They were selling out big venues and shit, man. Exactly. And I feel like... Yeah, but like you I didn't said, have it. The, it wasn't something the kids were talking about. You wouldn't see kids at the back of the bus Bluetoothing each other a gesture. tune. Yeah, I think, no, you know I think definitely in Not London. in London, anyway. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in that Oxford or some shit. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I think definitely just London because, like, yeah, 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 I remember yeah. going to um, a jazz show in Brighton uh, when mm. Steve was at uni there. And, like, I thought it would be, like, other hip-hop things I've been to. Like, the crowd wouldn't be rammed. Like, it would just be a vibe. And it was packed. And I was like, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, like yeah, this, was the, this is uh, serious. Yeah, this I, is I mean, thing, I, I just, I think, it, I, I think it was more popular than people really give it credit, mm. man. Yeah. Um, and I think, like I said, there's that kind of revisionist history thing that's going on where people don't like to talk about that because it's not cool. It's seen as being uncool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But essentially, it, it, it was an important part of like, of, of, of like hip hop history in, in yeah. the UK. Like yeah. Loyal Karna and people like that. They, yeah. they came from that. Like, they wouldn't exist without exactly. without Jest yeah, and, yeah. and Task Force and yeah, God knows who else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Skinny and Kalash and that. Yeah, for sure. And then bloody but, brain tax came through and sort of ruined it all. Uh, and, and ended UK <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> I always hear that. I don't know what happened, but I. Well, I that's just I, how you do the end to UK hip hop, it? And at the yeah, end of the yeah, story, yeah. brain tax came through. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's brain tax? Don't worry. Joseph Christie yeah. came along and. Apparently, <laughs> he, he ran Low Life, which a lot of them was on, and then and he just took the money and ran to Australia, innit? Oh, why yeah, he not? He made a lot of money off. He made a lot of money off of. Um, 
uh, Skinny Man and Jess oh, and stuff shit. like that. Yeah. Well, actually, not, and then ran off. Then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shit. I mean, it's it, it's like that story is mirrored mirrored in so many different yeah. genres, isn't it? So, yeah, so course, I feel like yeah. people get stuck on it, but he dame dashed it. I feel I feel like there's a, a combo of different things, man. I feel like um, Kung Fu was really a huge backbone to to the city to that to that scene. Yeah. And like those little those nights like that, and when they stopped happening, it kind of I feel like that made it made everything kind of collapse, and then it was mm. like deal real yeah. but deal real was like a different thing mm. you know what I mean so it was like a new generation and that was it yeah, like yeah. there's no more of that yeah. Yeah, yeah or like the people that survived that generation were like just the cream of the crop you know what I mean yeah just yeah. just about survived it <laughs> hey guys it's uh it's 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 Ron here I'm I'm I gotta tell you I'm feeling fucked I um I know they 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 can hear me, but um, but no, I I'm I'm I know exactly what's going on. I'm in control. I'm in control, and and I'm just trying to ride the wave. I'm okay, I'm just listening to the Chatting Shit podcast. It's helping me get through, and uh, and um, it's it's gonna be all right. It's it's gonna be okay. Okay, okay. I've I should go now. I should go. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, yo! Yo! Ha, ha! Ha, 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 ha! Will everybody shut the fuck up? Settle down, settle down! 
You're in tune to the Chatting Shit Podcast. UK stand up. The world's greatest. The best there ever was that ever lived. Series 2 out now, motherfucker. Oh, gosh. Ha-ha. Are you ready? Check it. Check Are you it. Ready? Check it. When's it? When's the first time you realised you could, uh, you could, you could make a living out of this, and and you don't have to sort of work any other jobs, kind of thing. <laughs> it took a long time for that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like um, it's weird because I feel like you know you like especially coming from the mentality that I had, mm. you know, I came from this kind of like yeah, for the love, yeah, like, yeah, 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 real yeah. hip hop. Someone going, yeah, yeah. someone going, I'll give you ten grand. No way, I'm doing it for the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I would have taken it. Yeah. I would have taken it. Sold myself short yeah. completely. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I've sold away all my rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Publishing three hundred quid. Three hundred quid for three hundred years. Nice. Three hundred. Oh, hold on. Let me just talk to my manager. Like, yeah. don't have a manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally a millionaire now. And then, and then once you once I've spent it all on rum and yeah, fucking yeah. chicken, chicken, um, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> nah, I think, um, yeah, no, nah, it was shit. I don't know. I always had this kind of weird, like, delusional um, belief in myself in some sort of no, weird good, way, though, man. I don't really know. I don't really know how I've how I like maintained. I don't it think so it's long. delusional, like, but maybe at the time it might have felt like it. No, looking back at it, I'm like, yo, I had I had so much. I mean, still have so much to learn. I, I still don't really know how I even got here sometimes. Mm. But no, no, but like, I don't know. Like, I, I spent years like in a day job, basically. I mean, I went to, I dropped out of uni, and then I started working at Suspect Packages for Disorder. Mm. Oh shit! Uh, and um, yeah, yeah, and then like shout out to Disorder, but that like, yeah. in some ways, kind of. Started to kill my like love for UK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, but not because of disorder. Like, just more so. I just don't know. Like, I, you know, when you're trying to make beats and then you've got a day job and then you're listening to like you, there was definitely some stuff that I didn't really like that was getting stopped. And mm. I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm so grateful for him for 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 that opportunity because he definitely helped me out when I needed it and shit. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of like made me kind of lose the love for the UK hip hop thing. Yeah. And um, it, it was kind of around the time when the like Kung Fu stopped and it was like the beginning of the second deal real yeah. where like D-Real ciphers and stuff like that. So, it, so my name was kind of starting to bubble a little bit and then dealing with some of the characters in that scene as well. It was like, I just was disillusioned, man. Cause I don't, I couldn't see how you could make any money out of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And um, at the time, musically, I was really not like inspired by any of that stuff. I was like more listening to like, Dipset and like yeah, yeah. Rockefeller yeah, yeah. and like that kind of stuff. Dipset era was amazing. Right, right. But like all the affiliates too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Hell Rail yeah, and, yeah. and like JL Writer That's and all it. them sort Z- of cats. Zeke. Oh, yeah. Freaky Zeke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. 40 Cal. I, I love the producers, <laughs> man. The hit makers. Is that... That's what yeah, it... fucking A-Rab music came out of that, yeah. that world too. Oh, wow, yeah. Eventually. But yeah, no, I... Um, so no man, I was just listening to like New York mixtape shit and then like street mixtapes in London. Mm-hmm. That shit was more um, appealing to me. Yeah. Well, I guess it always evolves like American hip hop. It, it doesn't stagnate, and I feel that maybe UK hip hop was wasn't well. It didn't quick enough stick. Yeah, it didn't stick, did it? Like it basically like yeah re- reared its head and then went kind of more underground again. Yeah. And then grime was like prevalent and at that point like grime was kind of in a in the next phase where yeah. it was becoming more lyrical and you had like people like Getz mm, and yeah. Dogs and yeah. you know like Rich too. those guys Rich yeah exactly um, school, like 
movement, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where they were just a bit more, they were more lyrical. They their flows were crazy. They were like innovating on the flow level and stuff like that. Yeah. And they were spitting on like modern hip hop beats. And I was like, yeah, man, I need to just do more of that. Yeah. I don't know it just came a point. It was like I had one thing happen where I had beef with someone, and I was just like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on going to the states. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and it was the MySpace days, so I was hitting people on MySpace all the time. And, but yeah, wait, but that made, that was that was a while. That that was a long journey, even to get to the states. Or or do you mean uh, to start collaborating? No, no, that was overseas, no, that you? was like the point. I I like focused on like doing stuff in the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I just had enough, bro. I just, I just there was just a point where like I was just like, you're dealing with shit and not getting anything yeah. back from it. Yeah. Because after that sort of UK hip-hop era, yeah. you were on a Getz album, right? Yeah, I was on the, the Getz, um, uh, I forget what this, Ghetto Gospel. Ghetto Gospel. Yeah, amazing, bro. That's an amazing album as well. Classic. I did two, two tunes on there. I did the intro and I did You and Me with um, Rich and Scorcher. I remember because like back then it was so, like I remember everything was so segregated. It's like, I have a UK hip-hop all grime. And, yeah. And you were, this before I knew you as well when I just yeah. knew of you. And I was like, raw, like Beat Butcher, he's like a UK hip hop producer. Now he's working yeah. with the grime heads. Like, so it was, yeah. it was kind well, of a big I, deal. I just think I just related to that more at that point because yeah. it just captured my spirit a bit more. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it excited you. Yeah, I was kind of more like, I was still kind of like frustrated, like angry fucking guy. So, and then like just the flow, the mad flows yeah. and just like all of that stuff just excited me more than... You know what I mean? It just became, it would like, the, the UK hip hop thing became a cliche. Yeah, I got you. And then yeah, yeah. this was like a new thing, you know, that I wanted to get involved in. Yeah. But yeah, man. So I, yeah, so I, like, I did that. And then I did, um, I think around that same time, we had Terrafam and Get Down remix as well. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Which got playlisted on One Extra. I think. I think that was the first tune I had that was ever like really on radio. Sick. Yeah. yeah. So it was a sign that this is what you should be doing. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. I forgot that was the question, wasn't it? <laughs> Very professional no, yeah, of you I'm, go looping it back around. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Segwaying yeah, it back yeah, in. Yeah, sorry, man. I'm a, I'm a fucking waffler, bro. I'm a yeah, waffler. No, no, no. Right. Brother, it's cool chatting shit. That's what we're here to do, isn't it? Let's yeah. Just talk yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. No, like everyone's just going to be fast forwarding it. UK hip hop, UK hip hop, UK hip hop. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Nothing about Griselda! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, drum, uh, no, no, no. drum pads, no. Ford, Ford, Ford. Technical. A reverb plug in. And then how did you start working with Griselda? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. Sorry, bro. Yeah, go on, carry on. No, no, yeah. So I don't know. That was, I think, that was like the first. That was the first record that was on the on the radio, and then yeah. Fast forward, basically, that put the battery in my back to like push for um to to try and push to do like bigger things and just try and do more stuff in the states. Yeah. So how how did all the the US collabs start happening then? Like yeah. obviously, MySpace was big at the time. Yeah. Yeah, so MySpace was like the first, was really like the first thing, uh, place that I was like reaching out to people. And at the time I was like a huge Dipset fan, Unit fan and all the affiliates, everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I just reached out to everyone. Standard. Absolutely everyone. And I was like, yo, can I send beats? And um, I don't know, somehow like I ended up getting in contact with some people that were cool with like, because Mob Deep at the time and Unit had some of the same circle. Yeah, little affiliates. Yeah, and yeah, yeah so I kind of got, yeah, this dude somehow like got to know about me. I guess he was like, 
he was a uh, man in the, you know, those, remember those beat submission emails? Yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, send beats to Mob Deep or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck it. I'll send a bunch of beats to Mob Deep. And it's not, never Mob Deep sat, standing behind it. It's always some, <laughs> yeah, it's some weird affiliate like, geezer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Who's deciding what's good. No, absolutely. And probably using the beats for his own fucking yeah, take. Yeah. Yeah, well, my yeah. project, son. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Hosted by Havoc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hosted by Havoc's brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah no it was that was yeah it was like it's like that though but yeah anyway so i got in contact with this dude and somehow i ended up getting linked with havoc and tony yayo and then yeah man what was what was the first collab that you dropped uh with us artists um i think the first thing that really got me like super super excited was probably that like i did i linked up with sean price for um pumpkin head like yeah rest in peace pumpkin head and rest in peace yeah, sean price RIP, um, man. that was kind of exciting because like Sean P was kind of like bubbling. Mm, yeah. He was, you know, like in on the underground, he was like one of the hottest Massive. things. So it was dope because anything I sent him, he just recorded. Like first Sweet. four beats that I sent him, he recorded. So Perfect. I'm a massive fan, man, because he's a, you see um, Helter Skelter, Nocturnal, that album's like, that's like one of my top five albums, man, from that. Yeah, I love era. that. I love oh, that as well. Let yeah. the man just begin. Yeah, <laughs> let it begin. Let the man. And, uh, and it's, it's felt like, it felt like they were just freestyling the whole album. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, For sure. But um, yeah, that's that was the first thing that like really got me excited. And then like, obviously the Havoc thing got me excited too. But it was, there was always this, until I really like got to go out there for a long period of time, there was always this like arm's length thing going on. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. They're going to keep you in an arm's length if you're just that guy in Europe that sends yeah, beats yeah. via email because they don't, there's no incentive for them to pay you or to... Yeah, yeah. Or to look after you, really. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's my secret weapon. Yeah. Whether it's the right thing or not, you know. But uh, yeah. And also to keep you in mind for for other different things. Mm. If, they, if they get to know you and get to know what you're about and what else you can do, rather than this just yeah. this invisible Because you never know who's going to be at that studio or at yeah. that, you know, those opportunities. No, no. That, and that's those are the key. Those are the yeah. key parts to, the, to, to, I think, networking and really, like, creating a name for yourself is, mm. yeah, like if the right people are talking about you. So like being in the room. Would you different... would you say in that era though, that you made links and made friendships that have, although maybe you stopped working with certain camps, but you, the friendships and links that you made, you still have them now and they've, you kind of benefit. Yeah, for sure. Now. I mean, since I moved out here, I haven't really been, I've been to New York like once since I've been out here. Mm. But um, I used to go to New York like, two, three times a year. And um, because of that, I have like a really good friend group out there, man. Yeah. And those those guys will be stay re- friends with me forever. Like yeah. even if we don't really work that that often, like yeah, your if anybody ever needs anything from me, I'm always like down, to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm working with somebody and somebody has an idea for something, you know what I mean? But I assume, I assume it worked as a kind of domino effect, like that, you know, now you're in LA working with other people. That's all stemmed from the fact that you made those moves in the first place kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I managed to lay a foundation to to make a career, which is then because I because other people remember me from other things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. all ties into each other. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. That's important, man. How did the move happen, though, man? Like how? Like I know um, it's a long time ago when you started collabing with with like US people, then start going over. But yeah, so I don't know, man. Like the uh, basically. So to cut a long story short, I kind of lived out there for. I, you you could used to be able to do this thing where you could like stay for like 
just under three months, go home and stay. I don't know how legal that was at the time. That re-up the visa. I did that a few times um, at one point. And then I did a made a trip to LA in um, 2014 with a bunch of my New York mates. And um, the stuff we got done in that week, mm. like I had basically Dre recorded a song to one of my things. Wow. And that, wow. that solidified like, yo, I got to move to, to LA. That, that's uh, Dr. Dre for anyone listening in. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. friend of ours. Good friend of yeah. ours. Good friend of the show. Good friend yeah. of the no, podcast. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Dr. Dre. No. All right. Oh, about- Andre 3000. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. Three Dre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's a joke. And um, I don't know, I mean that that solidified it. And then uh when I got back, I looked into like getting a visa, but it it basically turned out that <laughs> I've got to get visa, Dre needs me. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously though, I looked into it and it was all a bit like expensive and I didn't really have the money for it. And then, bad money, man. I mean, a few things happened in my personal life where it was like, shit, I'm gonna go for it. So I called them, I called the company up again and they basically said, Yeah, you're probably eligible for a green card. Why would you go for a three-year visa when you can go for a 10-year green card? I started that process, but it was a lot of work, man. It took like three years to to get that. Like, like finally, I got to like the last point. I got like approved. And then you basically have to wait for another year to get like your interview and shit. Mm -hmm. And um, that was like the longest year ever, bro. (laughs) Because... I moved like, like basically I was like I don't know what's happening so I like I moved back in with my mum for like a, for, for like a, yeah it was meant to be for a month and it turned out to be a year. Now I'm living with my mum what's going yeah, on yeah, yeah bro it yeah. wasn't good for my my ego that's, that's for sure yeah, yeah. yeah terrible so when I got out here bro I was just so ch- I didn't even think at one point I just didn't think it was gonna happen anymore but yeah man I got here eventually it must have been such a great feeling though when you find when they were like yeah. You can go. Yeah, I don't know. It felt great though, man. Oh, man. I was on a high for the first six months. I literally, I think I was drunk every day. Like in the sun, like, yeah. Wait, so what um how did the how did the whole uh like Griselda link up happen then, man? Yeah, bro. It was I mean it's it's weird. It kinda like um, was that something certain time? Was that something that happened once you'd already moved to to, to America kind uh, of no there was talk of it before I even moved oh, okay. um, it's basically a, a combination of like two or three different like things yeah. one, of, one of the things was that my manager was was working at Shady at the time and had like signed Griselda to Shady Sick. so that played a big part in it but I don't think I was his main idea for it, it right. basically that was like the icing on the cake type thing you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah because once that because I had like I built a relationship with Derringer mm. Um, yeah, kind of come about because because uh, like when I looked at the I looked at the credits, it's you and Derringer and all the beats in it on the Griselda album. Yeah, so basically there was talk of them. Obviously, uh, they got signed to, to Shady, and then there was talk of them basically not being able to use samples, and that's a huge part of their song. Ah, okay. Yeah, and because I kind of knew Derringer a little bit, kind of like bigger circle of you know, I obviously knew Al for for some time because me and Budgie are really close. The alchemist, and, um, uh, one of our Budgie. best mates, Karim and Budgie. Nice yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've had one conversation with him, but he's well safe. So he's, he's our best mate. It's fine. Yeah, chuck him up there. Yeah, and they were cool with Derringer. So, so I there's guess... some sort of a, a producer WhatsApp group, sort of. Uh, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. Imagining. Not quite. It was, I reckon there was a bit of cross talk though, like where man, 
sending like dangerous stuff and sending oh, budgie yeah. stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it and like Earl had some of my shit and you know I don't know all of that stuff like yeah. um like so the first things we worked on were basically songs for the for Conway's album. Oh. Conway's album's been in the making probably for the longest. Oh mm. shit! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And two two of the songs actually were were on the, like ended up being on the Griselda project. One of them was um with Bang, and then the other one was uh whatever the fi- I forget what the fifty one was called. But oh, we have yeah, a 50, yeah, yeah. 51 yeah, hard, hard. and the M1 where they were originally on the con- the, the first incarnation of the Conway album. It's mad because Spurs 3 sounded, sounded like something that would be off the Griselda album. It's funny because Spurs 3 wasn't. Spurs 3 was a beat from around the time we were working. Or I, I can't remember. Like We were at Alchemists anyway. I, I, I made that song. I made that sample using... Al's kalimba. Somebody had given Al this like kalimba. Yeah. And he was like, and I was like, yo, can I borrow this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm not, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> uh, I'm like sitting there with my like voice note on my phone. Like, <laughs> Oi, that beat and, is um, so gully, man. It was oh. mad though, because I like made the sample with the idea that, you know, Darringer was going to do something with it. Yeah. And um, I played it for him and he, I, I guess he wasn't really fucking with it. And then I like put like drums on it. And, um, played it to him he's like no nah, you should keep it like that and I was like alright cool so I, and then it just it just ended up being like an off cut I forgot about and then Conway reached out for music for, for that album I like sent it to him shit you know sounded I mean? like Spurs Free oh, like that, yeah yeah, yeah, hard, yeah. Benny Benny fucking killed oh, it oh man. man we're powered around the exits <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know how much I wigged out when I first heard um, Benny's verse on um, Dr. Birds. Oh, man. Fucking hell. Uh, his verse on that is so crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crazy. That whole album's crazy, man. Yeah, I was super Thanks, impressed. man. It's weird. I had this kind of feeling like people weren't going to like it, man. Because I, I, I like to do like post-production and stuff. But um, with, with these guys, they, they're kind of used to working a certain way, so I can't really do post-production on it. Sick. What, they're just like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, no drops, nothing. Yeah. So Amazing. I always had this kind of feeling. I, I was just left feeling like, yo, oh, man, it's, I feel like it could, could do it more. But then now I listen. Could back. make it better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But now I'm listening back to it. I'm like, yeah, actually, no, it's, it's solid, man. It's dope. Yeah. And it's become a thing. Yeah. But one thing I will say is like, there's been dudes that have come out and tried to like emulate exactly mm, yeah. what we've done on that album. And yeah, I'm like, definitely. that's kind of like in some way played part of the formula of that kind of beat that are we, that me and Darage were doing for that out. So we've got to, I, I feel like I want to just stay ahead of, yeah. of the curve and yeah, just try and do something, yeah, yeah. just try and like do some different shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's Darren just saying, man? He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Nah, that's my brother, man. That's my brother, man. They're, they're all mad cool, bro. Yeah. They're all mad cool. They're, yeah. they're, they're great dudes, man. Um, But you haven't only been doing the, the, the dirty shit, have you? You've been doing some some pop moves out there. I mean, yeah, I I I your sunglasses was on. In, I was kind of moving in that direction. I had like arriving upset. horseback. I did. <laughs> yeah, back. with my fucking curly curly yeah. hair coming. Yeah. With a low rider. And my chest ta- my chest tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want your songs to get Grammy nominated. No, it won. It's oh, a bonus oh, though. Oh, shit, come on. <laughs> Go on, and who and who's on that track? Yeah, it's little artists or go on, go on. Yeah, just on. just Jay Z and Beyonce. Jay you know. And uh, I'm <laughs> also one of the biggest songwriters and artists in the world, maybe. Mm. And he might he might be having something next door to you. Yeah, Am I right? Go on. go on, who's that? Party next door. Hey, oh, come on, shit. turn it down, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Amazing. Yeah, bro. At fucking hell. At, how the fuck did that shit come about, man? Like, mm. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're known, you're known for working on some like hard street killer oh, beats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, ha- it happened before the Griselda thing. Okay. So I was kind of on this tangent. It's kind of what spurred like... Griselda onto you. You yeah. heard that Jay Z Beyonce shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got some shit you gonna love. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gun, right. Gun heard, um, yeah. Gun heard salute and was like, yeah, nah, I need, <laughs> need that. To get him on. Yeah. Yo, I need that, baby. <laughs> I, I need that hook. <laughs> nah, it, um, I was just, I was on this kind of like path where I was doing um, where I was doing samples and stuff, and um, I guess that was like part of one of the fo- folders that, that my manager had sent out, and um, Cool and Dre, uh, well maybe it wasn't that way around. Now somehow I got in contact with Cool and Dre. I think it was via my manager, mm-hmm. some stuff that he sent out, and um, they just hit me and were like, "Yeah, I need the stems to this joint and this joint." And um, I saw that they were like, I kind of like read between the lines. I knew that they were like working probably with Beyonce and Jay. Because right. like I saw they were, in, I think they were in Paris or might might be in London or something. I can't remember. It was either Paris, it was or both. Why not? I, I don't I don't know what the, fa- I don't know what like the American fascination with recording stuff in Europe is. Yeah, I yeah, suppose yeah. it's the same. You're going to record it in Paris. Why? It? <laughs> in French. I'm going to record it in um Kiev. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful city. You gotta go Europe. Why? It's because they've, they've got really good Air Maxes there. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do it in Croatia. Great clogs. Great clogs yeah. out there. Yeah. We stayed in this gonna... beautiful city called Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I, I guess they got the they got it from from that, and then yeah, he just asked for the shit and asked for the stems or whatever, and then literally it was pretty last minute when I heard that it was coming out. Wow. And Amazing. it was like, m- maybe like the day before my birthday or something. It might even be my birthday. Yeah, I don't remember, but it was around good. my birthday. We called that birthday. birthday present. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounded, that sounded very Kalidy. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Well, listen though, power moves though, man. Fucking hell. Yeah. Thanks, man. Who else is on your hit list that you that you ain't worked with that you'd like to? I mean, there's some, there's definitely people that I have worked with that I'm sitting on tracks with that okay. are on the hit list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I, it's so, weird, so what you saying? You completed it? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, there's a few things. I, can't I, mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it, but yeah. Um, but yo, like, yeah. yeah so, um, I'd, yeah, I'd love to, um, yeah, I'd love to work with. Uh, there's loads of like. R&B people that I, I fuck with, man. I, I love to work with uh, Lucky Day, um, Scissor, um, Frank Ocean. I love to work oh, yeah. with. Mm-hmm. The um, the let me think. Who else? I, I really like Givion as well. Mm. Um, Have you worked with Earl? Uh, not well. We know each other, but I know we haven't. We haven't. It, it's it's weird because like we did talk about doing some stuff, but or like did kind of talk. He was like, "Yeah, oh, you gotta, we gotta sit down and." You know what I mean? This yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah. know. But that'd be hard. But, um, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I haven't worked with him. Um, I don't know. Other than that, like, shit. Like, yeah, Travis Scott would be fucking sick. Yeah, straight up. Uh, more, more J records. Like, would be good. Oh man, fun. yeah. What about English artists? Uh, English artists. Super done. Super done. <laughs> see, yeah, see, super done. <laughs> yeah. He had one freestyle out The years Mighty Hopes. Yes, uh, yeah. Nice, come yeah, on. The yeah, yeah. Uh, Paradox. Uh, <laughs> Paradox, uh, yeah. Paris Supermole. Paris Supermole 69. Nice. I would yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to try to do that one. Yeah, I'm trying to do that. What about uh, Stephen Stamp? 
doesn't really write. Steve, he's, Steve he's a writer, but we can yeah. rapping. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. He, yeah, <laughs> he's good on the beatbox. I like yeah, his yeah. beatboxing. <laughs> what, uh, what does the future hold for you, though, bro? Uh, I mean, I just I'm not, at the moment I'm focusing. I'm I'm gonna be putting some music out mm-hmm. probably uh, under an alias. <laughs> I don't want anyone um, to know it's me. Well, I, f- I feel like I feel like I'm okay with people knowing it's me, but I, I feel like it can't. I feel like it shouldn't be a beat butcher thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got it. Yeah, yeah, like it's got its whole 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 other thing. It to has it. a yeah, new. Yeah. It has its own world. It, it kind of sits in a. Like, there's a crossover. Like people will people who are really fans of like the deeper cuts of mine and stuff. Yeah. You know that, and some of the R and B sh- shit that I've got coming. Um, they're gonna like. They're probably gonna fuck with that. But. Um, like it's not in other words like the diehard like hip-hop fans like Griselda fans and stuff are probably not gonna fuck with yeah it. yeah yeah and and have you ever are, are you ever gonna drop a just a whole beat butcher album with with different rappers on it um probably not man okay. i was i was thinking about um i i want to do like some eps though man yeah i want to do an ep that'd be sick i've got a couple of i got a couple of ideas but it's too early in the yeah 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 it's too early to really speak about but yeah but like the main the main thing is um i'm just like Focusing on like, kind of like R and B shit at the moment. Yeah. I've been doing a lot, a lot more like Griselda stuff, mm-hmm. but I've also got like a lot of like R and B records coming. Nice so, um, balance. Yeah, and like, but like, still with that kind of set, same sensibility that I like the feeling for like the retro textures, but then still trying to be futuristic. Yeah, bit, amazing. You know? Yeah, that's sick, man. Yeah, I don't know. Life's gonna be very different probably next year, man. I like, I like in a good that. way in a way where I could come out and stay and, <laughs> yeah. and live yeah yeah reality for a bit yeah man yeah yeah in the um, on the porch in the sun in the 40 degree heat in, in, a, <laughs> yep. in a sort of way where Hugo gets invited out you've already uh, organised all the studio sessions for him got him beats of all the best rappers and I feature on some of them tracks probably in that sort of way, right, possible, that doable. Yeah, yeah, got you, man. Yeah. Not a big thing, bro. <laughs> right? I will, but I will need a big studio. Just, just call my manager. Yeah, and, uh, yeah we'll, do yeah, so, we'll do so, lunch. We'll do lunch. Me and me and Conway back to back on an album. That call your manager, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 no, because I did ask Alchemist and he was like, speak to you. And he said, that you said it was cool. So. And now he's changed his number for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On, on that note, yeah, um, I feel like I need to ask you the, the most important question we ask everyone because yeah. it's it's a it's question. A it's Oh, great. I was about to explain it. But yeah, it's the sandwich. Yeah. What's your favourite sandwich? What's your favourite sandwich? sandwich? The sandwich. What's your Man, I should have come prepared Steve for this one. Like literally the only person that's heard one of our episodes. Everyone else is like, fucking hell, Jesus Christ. Sandwich. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a fanboy, man. Yeah. I'm not even going to front. I, I like that. Oh, so, I listen to it and I'm like, I skip through all the bits of you guys talking, of course. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alchemist, very interesting. Not Steve yeah, no, my, no, my favourite part is the bits where you guys do like really bad accents. <laughs> Well, there's like one American one. I'm yeah, like, Ron. Oh, man. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's Ron. an amazing American accent. Ron. Hey, guys. Ron here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ron. <laughs> 
I'm not going to pretend that I, I'm going to. I'm not going to pretend that I could do a better one uh, prompted. But, no, do you know what? Yeah, yeah it, for, it, for the untrained ear, it works for English people, but for people that live in America, it's probably a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, what region is this? I've never heard this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my no, actually, no. Really, my favorite one is the Scouse one, man. The the, <laughs> the Scouse one's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, favorite sandwich, uh, man. I don't even. I, I don't even really eat sandwiches like that. But what you live I, in America? Kebab, maybe. <laughs> I miss kebabs. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, they got they got shit halal food out there, right? Or they got they do. Yeah, it's yeah. bollocks. I mean, there's some shit that can fly slightly. So what? I, I do you know what? Like... Let's switch it up for you, man. Like, if you're going for a kebab, what type of kebab are we talking? We talk about Turkish, Lebanese, Iraqi. We're talking about shawarma. We're talking about shish kofta. What? What are we talking about? Uh, I'm going for it. I'm just going for you. Stereotypical donor fucking yeah. Turkish donor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just yeah, the right. discussion. Wait, oh, no. just a, we, we... a filthy. Okay, okay. Yeah, but but it has to be from a good, it has to be good from a good spot though. It okay. has to be with all the like the fresh fucking, with all the fresh like fucking cabbage and fucking onions and yeah. all that type of mm. shit. And just like a good, you know, good tom on it and all that. Have you had a German donor? Yes, I think German donor's kind of decent too, man. Banging. I don't know, bro. Like Banging. I'm just. Uh, That's where donor comes from, bro. It comes from Berlin. Yeah, yeah. It's when the Turks yeah, move yeah. to Berlin. For me, that's the best. And I feel like they probably have them in Netherlands, right? Like that. Like it's, yeah, it's you Europe. Do, you do, they do, do. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 good kebabs out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah, they have decent kebabs, man. It's still not quite on the levels though that um, the German ones are, man. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm. So we finish up the, as you probably know, we finish up the podcast or pod, as I like to call it. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> with. The three questions. Three questions. Oh shit! <laughs> I should come prepared. Fuck, <laughs> man. I, I feel like I'm gonna. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Right. Um. Oh yeah, Hugo. Are you? Are you? Are you planning on do, making a, a return to the production world? Um. Yeah. Yeah. In short. Yeah, but like completely different. I guess similar to what you were Hugo, saying. Hugo, we spoke before. about this before. More confidence. Come on. Okay, fuck, sorry. Do I have to do the clap yes. into it again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's similar okay. to what you were saying before about your, uh, yeah. this, you know, when you were like talking about your discography and how there yeah. are things you've done. I feel like that too. So I feel like I've taken a good, good four years off. Mm. So, yeah, man. But I feel, I feel like you, I always liked the fact that you and, and um, Harry always kind of came from that same like the like from the hip hop angle but like managed to do all these massive pop records and but still kind of somehow like managed to keep some of those elements in there I thought that was kind of yeah. cool oh thanks if I can just uh I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, you hate I them. You hate so. all of the pop records, but <laughs> the pop records. Yeah, but I felt like the more I was doing it, the more that I was being chipped away of that kind of like fresh excitement that I wanted to install into. I mean, not that anyone was noticing or gave a shit, but I felt like I, I wanted there to be a lane of good music, pop music that had those exciting qualities mm -hmm. that hip hop, rap, drill, whatever has like. Like to me, because like when I got to like really sit down with you guys, I was kind of at like a, a, a pretty uninspired time. So you were like probably some of the people that actually did inspire me at the time. Oh, that's sick. So I think I'm just going to take my time and work out what I want to do properly and then yeah. make a grand return nice. that no one will care about. Question two. Oh, man. Now I've got to think of one that with both of you guys. Um, oh, yeah. Why, oh, yeah. Here we go. Why, why didn't I get a 
why didn't I get to be your brother in the um, in um, people just do nothing? Wait, <laughs> wait, because this could be no, for no, bro, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no, this could be for either of us because you look like a love child of me and Hugo. So who's no? Brother? It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Especially with this new beard yeah, style yeah, I've got going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, because um, because quite Cause frankly, love you. <laughs> quite frankly, you were drunk. All <laughs> oh, right, there you go. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> No, Makes but, sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you could have always been in it. If if you asked, man, we just thought you were too busy for us, man. With Mob Deep. Yeah. Better things going on. Question three now. Um, shit, I don't know. Uh, oh, when's the fucking, when's the film coming? Oh, what a fucking cop-out question. Fucking hell. All right. Oh, no. No, no, August, no. mate. August. August. Yeah, August. Uh, August. That's a cop-out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, when are you not coming to fucking America, man? Oh, bro. All right, that's a sick question. Soon as Ready. all this shit's done, yeah. we wanna and, and we're we're releasing a film, we're releasing a corrupt album as well. So we're yeah. we're gonna be coming out on we're gonna be doing tours everywhere. So we're gonna come out to America on tour. And you've got to come yeah. through on the LA tour and get waved oh, at yeah, space. Sure, man. Mandatory wave. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Super Dan. Super DJ. Dan. And then and then Hugo stays on. <laughs> Hugo stays on to uh to live at yours for a bit and uh, and then I work yeah, in the yeah. studio yeah. just fiddling with wires yeah yeah. I will bring my family as well if that's cool we'll yeah. all stay there nah. it looks like you got a good nah. stay three guys three guys oh yeah hey Beat Butcher we got one more question bro are you our new best friend yes come on oh, I, well, I thought we were always exactly best friends you already know the answer exactly. to that. when were yeah, we not we best friends that's man. Right. Come we on, needed right. it in writing correct the contract's coming thank you very much mate Beat Butcher <laughs> hey hey <laughs> See you later. And good luck. Stay lucky, boy. Stay lucky, boy. Oh, God. What an absolute episode. What an insight. Eh? What an insight. Yeah. What an insightful insight. Yeah. To the yeah. man. To the man we know just as our mate. As, as Butcher. Yeah, as Butch. Yeah. Yeah, as Pat. I just call him Pat sometimes. Pat. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pat Butcher. Yeah. The man with the best drum kits in the game. Exactly. If you don't have them, get them. That's what I'm saying. That's what uh, I'd say. Like, just Google Beat Butcher, you'll find out. I mean, probably a lot of your favorite ever hip hop tunes have been made by him. Yeah. Well, not ever. I mean, in the last 10 years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or 15. Yeah, or 15. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, check out Beat Butcher. Fucking genius in the game. Mm. A true gentleman. Big fat. A wizard in his sport of music. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Took yeah. the words out of my mouth. Yeah, well, I always do. Yeah. I plant them there and then take them back out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How you feeling anyway? Yeah, good, man. Good, good. What are you up to awesome. tonight? Um, nothing, to be honest. We've had quite a busy week, so... Yeah, big time, big time. Are we pretending we did this afterwards? No, 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 we could talk about it. All right, Boots yeah. to Nothing film is out now. Film's out, baby. Yeah. Film's out. Cinemas nationwide. Go check that. Go check um, Corruptor Film's Greatest Hits, that album we yes. dropped as well. It's out now. We say we, it was the characters that we play, of course. Yeah, but yeah. we had to do, to, to do we it. We did it because it was us. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So yeah, we check that it. shit out. It's fire, if I do say so myself. And would you say so yourself? I would, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Listening back to it, um, I was actually like, wow, we made yeah. a quite a good album. And you were like, wow, Seepa's actually sick of spitting. Oh, I've always known that. Yeah, you always known that. Yeah, that's point. why I agree to do things, because I know that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll just write the lyrics and just fuck about. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. pretty much. But yeah, films out nationwide. People see nothing big in Japan. Crutch film greatest hits out now. Yes, we've plugged because it's our show. See you later. Sponsored by us. Yeah.
See that? Oh, speaking of that, actually, we can keep this in. Yeah, go on quickly. A massive pallet, is that what they're called? Of Gosney pizza oven turned up at my house about an hour ago. Oh, huge one. Fucking massive. Oh, bruv, did you not know you was getting that? Well, I said to him, don't worry. Like, I've got the little one. Yeah. I'm cool with that. And yeah. now I've got, like, it's literally like an oven. Yeah, but you've got a yard, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm going to so set I've, it up. Yeah, standard. I've I basically, I've got mine on the way. But I've told him to hold it until I'm moving to you. <laughs> I've just got my little balcony. Which is yeah, or mental. put in your mum's garden or something. I don't know. Wow. They, they can hold on to it for now. But shout out Gosney, man. Yeah. Best pizza ovens in the game, man. Yes, sir. Foyer, quite literally. Foyer? Yeah. Really? Nice one. Powered by Foyer. Exactly. Anyway, see you later. See you, man. Hey, yo! Will everyone shut the fuck up? I want to give a crazy, stupid, dope fly shout out to everyone involved in this podcast. Nah, fuck that. Who's the brain that produces this show, man? Man like Rupert Magending. And who's the audio editor? James Torrance, check it. house. Who's the video editor? Ha ha, James Lord. And who does all the uh, illustrations? It's Alice and the Ink. Mad on the visuals, bruh. Shout out all the posse down at ACAS Laboratory. Am I right, hustler? You're not wrong, Playboy Valentino. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.